Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Hi, this is John Dorsey, co-executive producer of Superhuman Public Radio and the voice of Ethan Schwartz. I wanted to talk to you about a new sponsor of SPR. The series is called The White Vault a horror audio drama set in a remote Arctic outpost and the records of the team sent to repair the station. Now, if you're fans of H.P. Lovecraft's At the Mountains of Madness, this show is for you. Now, this series is complete, so if you're looking for something with a definitive end, check them out today. Find them on your favorite podcasting app or at thewhitevault.com. Now, on to the show. This is SPR. Tilly, the beloved kaiju at Toku World, has escaped with the help of a young boy. The move has received an outpouring of support on social media, while local governments have reported billions in damages in the wake of the giant monster. That was Deirdre Wilson reporting from SPR Tokyo. From SPR News in Washington, I'm Stephen Singh. Tragic news from Palo Alto, California. Actor, humanitarian, and former hero Henry Rackmuller has died in a car accident late last night. In a dramatic turn, Mr. Rackmuller, who has recently made headlines for his full-throated defense of the proposed Alien Registration Act, was found to be of alien origin himself during his autopsy. His wife has said that she did not know of her husband's otherworldly origins, saying that she believed him to be originally from Poland. He leaves behind his wife, two children, and five grandchildren. That was Stephen Singh reporting from Washington. It's 74 degrees here in Paradise City. Coming up next is These American Supers. From the planet that spawned the poison dart frog and a species that eats them, this is Utility Belt. I'm Stan the Henchman, and with me as always from the family Hominidae and the genus genius, it's Billy the Wizkid. Finally, an opening with class. What can I say? I'm evolving. (laughs) Saw your friend Miss Thunder the other day. Oh yeah? What was she arresting you for? Ha! Very funny. Building a bomb. But it was for educational purposes. Were you trying to teach someone a lesson? No, seriously. I'm volunteering at a science camp for kids of villains. Ah, training the next generation of one-armed evildoers. All right. What, um, what kind of bomb was it? Chemical? Fusion? Antimatter? Let's take our first caller. From Nolan, Texas, we have John. Okay, caller, what's your major malfunction? How much do you know about supercars? Lots. Never press the red button, always use unleaded turbo fuel, and never steal the goat mobile. (laughs) (laughs) So true. (sighs) Caller? I didn't mean to! Are you... The kid? I thought you were the kid. No, no, I'm the whiz kid. He's the kid kid. You know, the young wonder, the juvenile giant, heir to goat man's horns. <laughs> bah, 
Sidekicks. Nothing spoils a fight like a pimple-faced kid. Uh, don't mind him, kid. He's dealing with his own antiquation. How can I help? Yeah, yeah, thanks. Likewise. So, yeah, I, I took the car and I was driving Is out... Is it fast? It looks fast. But, yeah, it's real fast. Oh, yes. Too fast. Awesome. I got in a little accident. Hmm. Well, good that you called us before the cops. Did you hit someone? Are they breathing? It's just me, but it's bad. Oh, God, it's real bad. It is so bad. It lost its wheel. That's it? I'm sure Goatman's got a spare. Stan, how much do you know about Goatman? We never cross paths, mostly because I didn't like overnights. I'm more of a morning person. Stan, the Goatmobile only has one wheel. One wheel. Yeah, he likes to sit up high. It's really cool looking. I'm dead. I'm so dead. Well, that certainly complicates things. I, I have to get it back before he notices. He gets so angry. We've got your back, right, Stan? Right, Stan? One wheel. Gee, it, it all makes sense now. Of course it's a bad idea to steal the Goatmobile. It's a terrible car. Stanley! All right, all right. So no spare in that rig, huh? No, he says that if you prepare for failure, you'll fail. Sounds like a great mentor. You know if Goatman built that monstrosity himself? I don't know. He's had it longer than I've been around. Uh, Billy, did the big undulate outsource the job or build it in-house? Uh, he's the most mysterious hero in the world. He's master of karate, a keen detective... And loves all things goats. Unless he's the world's smartest man, which he's not because I am. I'll bet he bought it in parts. Well, first of all, you're not a man, you're a boy. Hey, kid. Kid, kid. Not my kid. Can you look at the big plate under the steering wheel by the emergency brake? Should have a brand name on it? Yeah. Uh. Okay. It says Mega Moteo. Okay, okay, we're getting somewhere. Most supercar suppliers leave a couple special features around in case of user error. You know about those, huh? Of course not. How would I know about the classified world of superhero supplies? <laughs> mm. <laughs> there should be a panel right below it. Do me a favor and pop that off. May need a flathead screwdriver. Do you have any tools? Stan, he's the kid. He has tools. Go slowly around the edge. You'll get it off soon enough. But, Stan, what w Oh, you're looking for the helio converter, aren't you? Bingo. That could work. Okay. <laughs> it's off. Great. There should be a bunch of tech stuff in front of you, right? Yeah, a lot of wires and buttons. Do me a favor and press the little round red button. You said never to touch the red button. Forget about what I said. Listen to what I'm saying now. They're all red. It should be the one all the way to the left. Okay. What? No, no, I pushed the one on the left. I did. Kid, is the Goatmobile upside down? Maybe. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. All right, well, you've activated the low jack. The heli function is going to be locked. You got to help me. Give me a new face, a new ID. Help me disappear. Can you just roll it? Like a uh, hamster ball. I'm sure Goatman will understand. You're not the first sidekick that's taken a supercar for a joyride. I wasn't taking a joyride. I was trying to escape. Escape? From what? Oh my god. He's here. <laughs> Listen to me! Nobody knows this! I am not the first- Kid, are you there? Call terminated. Ah. Ending program. I mean, that's our show! As always, if you have tech questions, we've got answers. You think he's okay? 
I've heard Goatman's much more forgiving in person. Really? No. He's the living embodiment of vengeance. Until next time, I'm Stan the Henchman. I'm Billy the Whiz Kid. And this, this was, was the Utility, utility Belt. Belt. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. In a world of covert culinary criminal coalitions. Jean-Carlo. Oui, chef. Reformed criminal and celebrity chef Butch Orson. Prepare the brigade. Oui, chef. Is dragged back into the dark realm of criminal kitchens. Behind. When old rivals threaten his life's work. Corner! Butch is brought back. Uh, uh, Hot. No, 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 no! For one. <laughs> last. <laughs> cook. Open. Pandora's oven. Yes, yes chef. chef! John Wick Mitel's Kitchen in Yes, Chef. A comedic actual play adventure of kooky culinary combat, refried revenge, and untold gastronomic horrors. Yes, Chef is out now on the Dungeons and Drimbus podcast feed. Butchie, a genuine pleasure to see you. <laughs> Support for SPR comes from Exemplar Insurance. If you're a super, you know it's hard to find a telephone booth to change in anymore, and it's even harder to find good insurance. So we founded Exemplar, insurance for superheroes. Whether it's a torn cape or a destroyed lair, we have you covered. Exemplar Insurance, insurance for superheroes. Exemplar does not cover fire, smoke, wind, hail, or water damage. This also includes theft, snow, ice, bedbugs, fleas, or ticks. Furthermore, cat infestations and alien eggs are not covered by Exemplar, nor is any issue unrelated to villainy. All claims will be reviewed on a case-to-case -case basis. See website for details. Exemplar Insurance. Not available in Utah. From SPR News in Washington, I'm Stephen Singh. Prince Nokov of Zarpathia shocked the world by unveiling a fully conscious android he called Galatea at the World's Fair earlier today. Modern man has become a slave to machine. It is time for machine to once again become slave to man. At this point, Prince Nokov reached over to his assistant's face, removing it, revealing machinery below. Martina, ex the move has been criticized by governments and rights groups who have declared this to be a clear breach of the Asimov Accords, which have formed the basis of international AI development. When asked about his previous support of the prince, the president stated that he and Nokov have a good working relationship and that he was aware of the announcement the entire time. When asked if he knew that creating artificial intelligence was against international law, he asked the reporter, and I quote, What superpower hasn't broken the law? and walked away. That was Stephen Singh reporting from Washington. It's 72 degrees here in Paradise City. Coming up next, we enter the speech bubble.
From JDHC Houston, this is the Speech Bubble. I'm Kelly Close. The first time I saw Cosmos, I thought I was going to die. I was crossing the street, and a drunk driver blew the light barreling toward me. I shut my eyes, heard the horn blare, then there he was, holding the car above him, cape billowing in the wind. I remember the blue of his suit matched the hue of his eyes. He put down the car and flew away without ever saying a word. I remember thinking, will I ever see him again? It's been just over a month since Cosmos was arrested during a protest for alien rights and transferred into ICE custody. I reached him over the phone as he's not allowed visitors. He has to pay for each call. Hello? Hi. Uh, Kelly? Yes. So, you know, we're recording. I figured as such. Would you like to be referred to as Cosmos or by your legal name? My parents called me Callum Callahan, but I guess Cosmos feels like my real identity these days. Cosmos. When did you first find out about your origins? Uh, When I was 12. I always knew I had powers. That part wasn't weird. A couple kids in town were gifted, but... And I'm not proud about it. I had stolen my father's pack of cigarettes, hoping to try out one of his reds. We had this barn that I wasn't allowed in, and I figured it'd be the only place I wouldn't be caught. And that's when I found it. The escape pod. How did you react? Well, I thought my parents were aliens. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, I knew I was adopted. They were never shy about that, but... When they found me in that barn with a cigarette in hand, they didn't even think about the whole from-another-planet thing. They just started in on why smoking was bad and you should never do it. (laughs) Uh, After they'd calmed down, they realized what I'd seen. At that point, they told me how the ship crashed in their cornfield and how they found me inside. They'd actually been waiting for a sperm donor, and, well, I guess this was the next best thing. Growing up, did you ever feel alien? I did. For a time, but that was probably teenage hormones. If I ever questioned my place in the world, they made sure that I felt loved. Honestly, it wasn't until now that I felt... different. If I'm totally honest, it it all seems like a bad dream I'm just going to wake up from. When you were arrested at the protest, I have to believe you imagined this going differently. Did I think they would try removing me from the planet for expressing my views? No. But maybe I've just been too comfortable with my privilege. Did you consider just flying away? No one would blame you. No. Not for a second. When the MPD started reading me my Miranda rights, I was on television. People were watching this. Children were watching this. What could I do? I mean, I was a baby when I crash-landed on Earth. I don't even remember it. I didn't have a choice to be American. I I just am. But I refuse to be shy about my Zenosian heritage. My gifts come from my birthright. I was an alien when I saved the Earth from meteorites, from villains, and space vortexes. I was an alien when I represented Earth in the Galaxy Games. I was an alien when I protested the Registration Act. I am an American alien. Do you believe that they'll grant you asylum? I've spent years fighting evil and placing people in jail for breaking the law. 
I believe that my parents did the right thing in taking me in, even if technically what they did was illegal. I'm just glad they aren't alive to see me in here now. You didn't quite answer the question. Do I believe in the system? I guess I have to. One of the world's strongest heroes brought low by the very law he fought to protect. I found out later from a correctional officer who works at the Elkhart Ice Facility that the color of the prisoner's jumpsuit is blue. The average immigration case in America takes more than 700 days and can take five years if it reaches the Supreme Court. Cosmos's legal team hopes to expedite the proceedings given Cosmos's importance to global security. Coming up next, we have an interview. Breaking news. Supervillain Babylon has broken out of the Santa Diablo prison. Citizens of Santa Diablo have been told to shelter in place while the heroic legion responds. Babylon was famously imprisoned by his arch-nemesis Cosmos, who is himself in custody. There has been no statement from the Department of Defense or the Legion concerning a temporary release of the hero. It is not certain who besides Cosmos would be able to defeat Babylon were he to strike. More on this story as it develops. That was Stephen Singh reporting from Washington, D.C. Today's show was written and produced by John Dorsey and Maximilian Clark, with additional producing by Brendan Sokler and Carla Lerner. This episode features the talents of Andy Manjack, Brendan Sokol, Connor Moroni, Danielle Cohn, Danny Gavigan, John Perkins, Matt Mundy, Max Clark, Miranda Warzel, Robin Maple, Sean Ahmed, Tiffany Clifton, and the SPR Players. With special thanks to Brenna Khalil. The SPR main theme was composed by Rock Lee. Other themes were composed by Steven Munoz. SPR is directed and edited by Maximilian Clark. SPR is supported by listeners like you. Make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app and leave a review. You can also support SPR by heading to patreon.com and looking up Superhuman Public Radio. Patrons get access to ad-free episodes, interviews, and behind-the-scenes content. For more, head to superhumanpublicradio.com. Coming up, we return to the speech bubble with an interview with Invisible Sam. Oh, uh... Correction, we cannot seem to find him. This is SPR. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. You wake up startled in the middle of the night, convinced that there's something out there in the darkness. Your brain tells you that there's nothing to be afraid of, that the inhuman shape in the corner of your room is just your laundry piled on a chair. But as you hear the ghostly, ragged breathing that doesn't belong to you, you realize your brain is dead wrong. If you love the mix of horror, mystery, and comedy in shows like Buffy, Ash vs. the Evil Dead, or Supernatural, you'll feel right at home on The Crit Show, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast where the players, playing as themselves, are tasked with being the last line of defense from the forces of evil that go bump in the night. Join us every Wednesday and learn the games we play while the gang tries their best to solve the mysteries, hunt the monsters, and protect the innocent. Their intentions are good. Their dice rolls, not so much. You can find The Crit Show at thecritshowpodcast.com 
or wherever you listen to podcasts.